Cut Wood for Business, episode five and a half. Welcome back, welcome back. Sorry, I'm about a day late from the new posting schedule. I don't know if there's much to be done about that, but uh, some apologies should work, I guess. Um, why don't you all go ahead and... If you haven't already, please like the Facebook page. I will be uh, giving you updates in terms of posting episodes, posting schedules. Um, if I find cool stuff that relates to our story, I'll post stuff up there as well. And if you would please, 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 uh, please rate and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast app you happen to be using. Uh, any any ratings that are on there help us get higher up on the charts and make it to where people can find our show easier. My show easier. I'm saying we as if it's more than one of us. It's literally just me reading some shit I found on the internet. Um, well, without further ado, here we go. In this episode, Old Miss Lacey gets buried. Chet's eye gets better. And our friend Albert breaks a lantern. Monday, the 16th. Cloudy all day, but quite comfortable, even though it froze some, as rather perhaps did not thaw much. Chet's eye so bad he did not go to school, though he went up to post office this morning. He has had to nurse his eye nearly all day, but it is better tonight. Mrs. B has been nearly sick all day. Jeannie had a devil of a spell last night. Cap and I put plank around the big pin, pig pen after one of them fell overboard about noon. We rubbed down and smoothed and put on thin plaster, the second coat, on little new bedroom, and patched the roof with paper, and I painted the gutter with the nastiest paint I really do believe that I ever saw. We had quite a time squeezing hot paint out of a lot of old paint skins. Cap's wrist this PM has been quite lame, so he couldn't do much. New horse from Porter's for Chet to ride to school. He has never been broken to the saddle and don't like it very well. Watered the cattle this PM from the pond in the park near the well. We had new combinations for supper, rice and apple, and it was very nice as was also the hashy pudding, of which I had not had any for a good long time. Called it Mr. Barstow's this evening. Mr. Williams and wife from Boston, Mass. were just going away. I had a very pleasant evening. We talked of various things, and they told me how Uncle Rue slid down the hill on the rear end of a double river, and when the sled arrived at a turn in the road, and a rise also at the same place he was set off into a snowbank, and left while the rest went down the hill shouting. I told them of the trick I showed Jim Sumner's
and also how I pinched father's finger in the tire benders many years ago, and also how my grandfather spit on my foot one time when I was splitting wood and wouldn't let him have the axe. Last night, I read until quite late and didn't sleep very well as Chet was uneasy with his eye. I think I shall sleep better tonight. I wonder why I don't hear from Brother Charlie. He must have received my letter, for it hasn't come back. Tuesday the 17th, 7.30pm. A warm day with but little sun. Cat put in two windows in the horse stall, cleared up the floor where the sick horse was, and put up a stick to hang harness on, and did quite a lot of work around the farm. Chet rode the porter's horse to the post office, and when he got home at noon, he had made up his mind that he didn't care to go any further unless he could have another horse. I started in by breaking a lantern all to smithereens the first thing this morning when I went out to get milk, but luckily no other damage resulted. It scared one out of a year's growth, I guess, and I was awful glad that nothing worse happened. I run on to a new lot of wood before breakfast. It was part of an old scow and a few other old pieces of wood near the bank by the old sweet apple tree back of the woodshed. After breakfast, I took four panes of glass from a storm window, 10 by 14, and put them into the sash of the windows Cap put in the stables. We unloaded the sleigh and sled from the wagon when they came down from Essex on last Saturday put sleigh in another shed, and cleaned up the three-seater. Especially Porter would take it to attend a funeral, but he didn't come for it, so we put it under the shed again. It has rained and snowed a very little two or three times, p.m. and evening. After dinner, I cleaned out the hen's nest and fixed over the coops so we could open the top and put in some new roosts and fixed up things all around the hen house. Mrs. Hub Dutton died this p.m. at 3 o'clock. Old Miss Lacey is a little more comfortable. Old Miss Lacey was buried today. Many people are sick. Chetsai felt so bad he went to bed immediately after supper. Mrs. Barstow and Luthera came in and visited half an hour or so. The wind is now blowing quite hard. Old Charlie Gemlaw says... We are to have the same kind of warmish, damp, foggy weather until the 21st day of March. We let Ned and Possum out this p.m., and they ran away down to the brick house, and Chet had to go after them. Ned fell down Saturday, coming home from Essex, and lamed himself. I rubbed a lot of liniment on his hip yesterday morning. Uncle Willard and Jim, and Jim Sumner came down to measure wood Jim chopped. Elno has the grieve. Wednesday the 18th. A very cold day, nearly zero weather. Chet went to school, his eye was so much better. Cap got the team shod, and I worked up a lot of old apple tree limes, did chores, and see. Broke off Broke an ear off the swill pill and put on a new leather one. Put strap hinges on the lid of second nest box and stretched strings across one of them to try to keep hens from roosting in it. 
If it proves effective, shall put some on other one. Put two bushels of sawdust and henpin to dry the floor. Bought four pails of water from the lake. Cap and I cut off zinc and board under stoves in the kitchen, making it much easier to stand near stove when putting on or taking off things. Brought in corn for Lottie to feed hens. Francine made me a present of a little pinwheel and pins to carry in my pocket. Mr. Barstow also made me a present. It was an old jackknife, but very acceptable, as was the pinwheel. I guess I am lucky after all. I borrowed Mr. Barstow's saw to cut down one of the old butternut trees and hope we may get it done before we have any more snow. Mr. Barstow called a moment at supper time. Chet and I went up there this evening and found Mrs. B and Luthera locked in. Mr. B, having gone up to find out when the funeral of Mrs. Dutton was to be, he comes home at 8. Funeral at Catholic Church in City, Friday 9 a.m. Leave house at 7.30. I had a very pleasant visit and very kind invitation to call again at an early date. Thursday the 19th. Another very cold day. Chet rode over to Porter's after letter and then went to school. This evening, carried Luthera up to the swamp to find boundary lines. Porter called here this morning, did chores this morning, and read half the a.m. This p.m. did chores at farm, and that is about all. Cleaned out and swept up everything. Not much accomplished. Tried to have Cap let me cut the old butter knot, but can't get him to do it yet. Friday the 20th, 8.20 p.m. Another cold day. Chet went to school. Cap and I went down by Porter Farm and put on three-quarter of a cord of wood and drew it up for Willard to Reuben Thayer. We stopped at Reuben's a little while, got a good drink of cider, and then went on to the city. We got a lot of matched boards for the ice house and some studying and laugh for the house. We got an oil can filled, five gallons. I got a canvas duck or I got a canvas or duck coat. Two fifty mittens, no, two point five zero mittens, thirty five cents, and a shirt, seventy five cents. We got home about six o'clock and found Cass here to stay tonight. Saw old Mister Degree and old Mister Douglas. The latter had been thrown from a buggy only a day or two ago and was pretty badly hurt. Uh, but he was so as to be around today. When I milked this morning, I forgot to take the rope off of old Spot's foot, and so it was on when I got home. I guess she knows by this time what a rope on her foot is for. Oh, we got two cards, and now I shall try to use them occasionally for the benefit of the cattle. Mr. Rat... Ratay? Rat? I'm just go for Rat. Mr. Rat has has been and is quite sick. Farnham went for doctor went for a doctor for him and carried him home to the city. We met them when he came home. They feared pneumonia, but he thinks he will not have it. Saturday the twenty first. Quite a comfortable day. Chet went to city with team and drew two thousand nine hundred pounds of coal to Essex for Eli Wenton and got home about six thirty. About a, about a dozen of Witten hens. Witten's hens have died recently at the rate of one per night. 
no marks of injury having been discovered on any of them, a very singular circumstance. Cassie stayed all night and slept with me. He rode Porter's broncho this morning, and after dinner helped me grind the big axe at Barstow's. He then went away again with the broncho, but returned at supper time, and after that he went up to his shanty on the ice. Cap did chores, and I don't know what else to say him, but he and I built and hung the woodshed door this p.m., then he painted it. I put sheathing up on three sides of the ice house and did other work, as stated above. I also brought up ten pails of water for barn and house. This evening, called at Mr. Barstow's, Mr. and Mrs. B. and Luthera were there, all well. What we decided? Rat, rate, rate, rat. Rat was worse a.m. and wanted Cap to go for a doctor, but couldn't as horses were away. Heard tonight that he got a doctor and was better this p.m. and evening. Sunday the 22nd, 10 p.m. Quite comfortable, thawing a little. Got up about 6.20 and did most of the chores before anyone else got to the farm. Chet fixed his skates and also a cell and went flying about noon. I went up to see Cass, stopped at Heinz, and found Frank's brother and wife and their boy and girl from Colchester. Friday the 27th, 8 p.m. Porter came in and visited and ate up one of my northern spy apples and told the railroad news. The new road is to be running by 1st of next September, even if Dr. Webb has to put on as many put on as many men as the road is feet long. Chet and I went up to Barstow's this evening. Mrs. Barstow's sister, Mrs. Johnson, and her husband, who were here last summer, and their daughter and her husband, all died of pneumonia lately and Mrs. B got the news tonight. She was feeling pretty badly about it. Bill and Thora were there. Cass was here to supper and will stay tonight. I, study in, I studied an hour or two last night on my elevator indicator, and I think I am gaining a few points on it. Had quite a talk with Mr. Barstow about detachable toe and heel chocks for horse, horseshoes. The never slip toe and heel are a comparatively new thing now and are being used quite extensively, but I am not prejudiced in their favor, I must confess. Chet expects to go to Essex tomorrow. Jeannie fell down this PM and cut a hole in his lip, and there was music by the band for quite a spell. Got another little book, How We Get Patents. I guess I must work out a few of my foolish ideas and see if they were, are worth getting patented. Saturday the 28th. Another very cold day, and all day at that. Chet went to city and took load of coal to Essex. Got back in time for supper. Had good luck. Brought down the Traverse sleigh. Cap and I worked in the sitting room and bedroom, putting on casings. Didn't quite finish after all. I wish we had them. Castle's here all day. Didn't do much except ride Porter's Broncho this p.m. till chores were all done. He got back to eat supper after all the rest had finished. Nobody called today. Chet got me some thin wrapping paper at Essex. 
I loved water today for all round. Wish Chet was away with the team. Didn't sleep at all well last night for some reason, and about 10 a.m. today had a kind of pleurisy pain in my right side. As bad as I had to stop work and go to bed for about an hour. Then I was alright again, and have felt nothing of it since. Sunday the 29th. Another cold day but sunny, and fairly pleasant. I painted woodwork, or most of it, in sitting room and bedroom, and did my usual chores. Cass went over to West Point this p.m. for a walk. Chet, Francie, and Lottie went up and called at Mr. Barstow's this evening. Goodspeed's Colt came to board here for a while. Chet sends for Sears, Sears Roebuck and Company 99 catalog. Monday the 30th. Still another very cold day. Hasn't thought at all. Chet went to school and came home with sore throat and headache. Cass went to city this morning after Dr. Hastings for Mr. Hardy, who is very sick with mumps. He also did most of chores tonight. Cap is having a time with his hand and sore on the back and has to poultice it. But he and I have been at work in the sitting room and chamber all day. Casings all finished in sitting and bedroom and door hung in chamber. Somehow, I can't help feeling a little homesick tonight, for no reason in particular that I know of only I am. Thursday, 31st. A lovely day. Sunny. No wind and no thaw. Chet went to school. Cap worked in house. Cass and I drew two loads of manure away down to the far end of the lot and spread it. Then Cap, Cass, and Goodspeed and I went to Grand Isle after the ice boat. We left here about 11 a.m. and got back here about 1 p.m. Found the boat at Mr. Churchill's. Saw Mr. C, his wife, and daughter. Had a very pleasant ride, though it were a rather cool one. Cap and I called at Mr. Barstow's a little while this evening. Noticed a fire of east somewhere as we were going up. Chet working out problems this eve. Work on, rail work on railroad has commenced. A fellow called here today to inquire about where the rails, six of them, that came down here the other day were left. They were at Porter's Barn near house with Cupola on point. Well, that was a bit, a bit of a short episode, but not much can be done about it now. Uh, it looks like now that he's not on the lighthouse anymore, he's not taking, you know, the, the hourly, daily notes, and that takes a hell of a lot less time to read through, and it's a bit easier to read as well, because it's, you know, written out as stories of his day, not just like, Oh, it was 10 o'clock and uh, 12 degrees Fahrenheit today at, yeah, whatever. Um, so these might go a little bit quicker until he ends up back on the lighthouse again. So you might start seeing full month episodes after this. We'll see. Um, should see an episode next week. I plan to keep doing this. Seems that people keep listening to it. Um, 
Hell, I mean, even if you don't like it, even if you don't listen to it, I'm probably going to do it. Um, because I like it. Well, thanks anyways. Be sure to like our Facebook page, rate, review, and subscribe on the various podcatchers out there available, mainly iTunes, Stitcher, and the like. Thank you very much. And until next time, this has been Cutwood for Business, a podcast reading of the daily record of Albert Hunter. Thank you.